This is Still Rowing, a podcast where members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints share their authentic stories of struggle and triumph on their journey of discipleship, and just why they are choosing faith in the restored Church of Jesus Christ. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Still Rowing Podcast. Tara McCausland here. So a lot has been going on in the last few months for me without going into a lot of detail. Some months ago, I was feeling just uneasy, antsy, like I needed to make some changes in my life. I don't know if you ever feel like that, but that happens to me every once in a while. It's always a little scary to approach the Lord with that open-ended question, what do you want me to do? But her previous experience, I knew if I didn't ask, that uneasiness would just persist. Turns out, in the process of asking, I felt like I needed to go back to school. That was kind of out of left field for me. (laughs) So, friends, after months of exploring schools and programs, two weeks ago, I started an online master's program. And Boy, oh boy, life feels a bit insane. Now, what does this have to do with still rowing? Well, after thinking long and hard and trying to determine what I could handle so I wasn't neglecting the weighty matters of family and church and work responsibilities, I just thought, there's no way I can continue still rowing. I just have way too much on my plate. So I planned for some time for this to be my final episode, but then the Lord had other plans. A listener and an old acquaintance reached out, and through that communication, I mentioned that I was planning on wrapping up the podcast. Then she planted the idea in my head that perhaps there were other options besides just quitting. Maybe I could pass the torch to someone else or share the load with someone So I started considering alternatives. I bounced the idea off my husband and some supportive friends, and they agreed there were other options besides just calling it quits on still rowing. And I suspect the irony of that isn't lost on many of you. (laughs) Anyway, I thought, sure, I would love to continue the podcast and get some help, but how in the world do I find that person? This podcast has been like a part-time job for me, that I pay to do. (laughs) So I specifically prayed a few weeks ago, Heavenly Father, if still rowing needs to continue, you have to send me some help. I can't do this alone. Well, my friends, I want to tell you that prayers are answered. I've seen it time and time again in my life, and the Lord came through yet again to help me do what up until just a few weeks ago I thought I couldn't do. So I'm excited to announce that Still Rowing will be bringing on board another host, not to replace me, but to share the load. And her name is Kim Stratford-Gale. And you're going to love her. Kim and I will do the next episode together, and you'll learn more about her then. But here are a few tidbits just to satisfy your curiosity. She's a wife and a mom to an adorable 13-month-old girl. She graduated last year from law school, and she is an awesome soccer player and former collegiate athlete. 
But most importantly, Kim has a great love for the gospel of Jesus Christ, and she has had to be very intentional about her choice to stay in the boat, and she understands the sacrifice and the blessings associated with that choice. I'll post a picture of her on social media. She's beautiful, by the way. (laughs) Um, But I hope my telling you this is yet another confirmation that when we are trying to build the Lord's kingdom, he will provide the means to do his work. Now, lately with all that's been going on in the world and in my personal life, the levels of stress (laughs) that that's been causing, I've been thinking a lot about manna. You know, the, the stuff that the Lord sent to feed the children of Israel while they were wandering in the wilderness. There's actually a really fabulous BYU devotional given by Elder Christofferson about 10 years ago that addresses this. And he says this so much more eloquently than I could, so I'm going to go ahead and read a few excerpts from his address. He said this, quote, You will remember the great exodus of the tribes of Israel from Egypt and the 40 years in the wilderness before entering their promised land. This massive host of well over a million people had to be fed. Jehovah solved the challenge by miraculously providing their daily bread from heaven, manna. This small edible substance, which appeared on the ground each morning, was something quite new and unknown. Through Moses, the Lord instructed the people to gather enough each day for that day, except on the day before the Sabbath, when they were to gather enough for two days. He goes on, at the beginning, despite Moses' specific instructions, some tried to gather more than enough for one day and store the balance. But as we read the story, if they did that, then it would uh, have worms in it and it would stink by the next day. Now, Elder Christofferson continues by saying, by providing a daily sustenance, one day at a time, Jehovah was trying to teach faith to a nation that over a period of some 400 years had lost much of the faith of their fathers. He was teaching them to trust him, to look unto him in every thought, and doubt not and fear not. He was providing enough for one day at a time. Except for the sixth day, they could not store manna for use in any succeeding day or days. In essence, the children of Israel had to walk with him today and trust that he would grant a sufficient amount of food for the next day, on the next day, and so on. In that way, he could never be too far from their minds and hearts. And finally, he says, The Lord's invitation to seek our daily bread at our Heavenly Father's hand speaks of a loving God, aware of even the small daily needs of his children, and anxious to assist them one by one. He's saying that we can ask in faith of that being that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given. That is, of course, tremendously reassuring, but there is something at work here that is more significant than just help in getting by day to day. As we seek and receive divine bread daily, our faith and trust in God and his son grow. End quote. So I love that talk. It's one of my favorites, and I I spent some time listening to it as I was preparing to start school because I was just feeling a lot of overwhelm and anxiety at the the pressures of life and just anticipating <laughs> hard things. 
But I wanted to share this for two reasons. First, I want to testify that in these last few weeks, I've seen the Lord providing my daily bread. Again, I was nervous about this master's program. I was feeling all sorts of feels, excitement, but a lot of anxiety (laughs) and wondering, is this something that I can really do? The last time I was a student was over 15 years ago and I wasn't a mom. (laughs) So I really wondered, how am I going to do this on top of everything else that I'm already doing? But as I focused on the present and believed that the Lord could provide the help that I needed for today, I've worried less about how I was going to deal with the responsibilities and pressures of tomorrow. Now, I don't know what pressures and difficulties you're currently dealing with. Maybe you're dealing with some economic challenges. The pandemic has hit many people hard financially. Maybe you're struggling with poor emotional or physical health. Perhaps you're dealing with a lot of conflict in some close relationships, or you have been in areas in the country where there's a lot of natural disasters. The list can go on and on. The world is in utter chaos, and it's it's taking its toll on so many of us. But my hope is, is that you will remember that God provided miraculously manna for thousands in the wilderness for 40 years. And that same God can provide your daily bread if you'll just turn to him and trust him. And don't worry so much about tomorrow. When we worry about tomorrow, fear gets in the way and it can paralyze us. Focus on today, be present, be grateful for what's before you. Do what is within your power and give the rest to God. Next episode, Kim and I are going to dive into how we can defend against the attacks of the adversary. And I'll tell you, Satan is working like double overtime these days. He's really pulling out all the stops. But it's my experience and testimony that we can find peace and enabling power in the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Trust him, friends. If you're struggling, just focus on today. It's my testimony that manna is on its way. Thanks for being with me today, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Still Rowing Podcast. If you would like a little daily motivation to keep rowing, you can find me on Instagram at churchofjesuschrist underscore sr underscore podcast and on Facebook at Church of Jesus Christ SR Podcast. Also, if you've been enjoying this podcast, if you would go to iTunes and leave us a rating and review, that would help us spread the word about still rowing. Thanks again for listening.